Jimmy Jordan joins us. James, it's a good morning to you, mate. Morning, guys. How are you going? Good, thank you, mate. Hey, the greatest ever compliment anyone could get when you're a form expert is have the um, appraisal of one of the all-time greats, the, the late, great Dean Lester. And I knew Dino really well, and he loved James Jordan. And um, he said that this kid in South Australia is an absolute dead-set jet, um, James. And I know you had a, a lot to do with the great man as well. He's a very good guy, wasn't yeah. he? It's, um, it's, I guess when people die, which is understandable, a lot of people pass away, softer way of putting it. There's often yeah, a lot of praise, um, and sometimes it's justified, often it is. But with Dean, it's particularly apt. Um, he helped everyone that asked. Uh, really good guy, and I think that's why you've seen so many people, um, whether it's just random people that met him at the races, got a photo. He's um, Yeah, he was, he was a very good man and a sad loss. Yeah, well said, mate. We're on the parks track today. How do you think this track will play? <laughs> I reckon it'll play pretty well, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, I know the rail's out a bit, and as it starts creeping out, you probably start just adjusting the on paces a little bit more. But I thought it was good last meeting in the true, and it's only about three metres from the 1,000. So I think it'll race pretty well. Well, your colleague at Fox catches up and about at Flemington, so I'd love to know what you're taking on and uh, what you're backing there on the park track today. Well, so the horses, uh, horses that I'm keen to, to back or protect, if you like, I think in, in race number one, Dunn McGlass will be very hard to beat. There's been some tough money with us for press down the second pick. I was sort of happy to, I've sort of left it there. I'm not, sometimes when you you get an opinion in a race and you get some smart money on something else, you start doubting yourself. But I'm sort of, I don't know about it if he's on the right track, uh, this punter. So I'm happy to be with Dunn McGlass in the first. I think it'll just map very well and be very hard to beat. Just so on that, James, the, just on that. So now you're a bookie and you're one of the best form analysts in the game. There's no doubt about that. So even you doubt yourself when you see some smart punters betting horses with you. Do you think that sometimes well, they might be playing mind games with you, Jimmy? <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, they're barking up the wrong tree. Yeah. Up top. We'll get James here. We'll throw one. We'll give him a... This will test him. Yeah. Mate, he wouldn't know. Um, but no, I think it's not that you... It's I guess it's all about price. I think you try and tell people it doesn't matter. I mean, I could tell you... Let's say we've got the smartest punter we've got yeah. and I could give you every single bet that he has and you can go and place it after he's placed it and you won't win. And you think, but I backed every horse he backed. Yeah, but he took 380 and you took $3. Yeah, it doesn't matter. So you don't sort of look at it and go, "Well, I must be wrong." You look at it; the horse can't win. You look at it and go, "Maybe I've got the prices a little too um, skewed one way, and it might drift out a bit." So um, yeah, I'm, I like Dunn McGlass. I've got it marked two thirty. It is two thirty. So I'm thinking it'll probably jump if I'm correct with the bookies margin factored in. Probably jump two ten or two fifteen thereabouts. So when they back press down, I think, well, maybe it's going to jump two forty. I don't think he's right and I'm wrong. JJ, Dumaglass looks like it can do a little bit wrong and it's only learning a little bit. The park's track, not a not a concern for you, especially that's from the, one? That's the only concern yeah. is, is the fact that, um, is that it was tight. I mean, it went around Strath and I didn't think it really appreciated the track. It's not a tight turn at track, but it's at, at Strath, but it's undulating. And it, and it went certainly went a lot better its next start at Morpherville. So Parks is the little... Concern, but Lockie Nindorf's ridden the horse uh, his last couple, and I think he'll nurse it enough, um, and it'll either lead or box seat. And I just think he, he's probably um, going to be hard to beat. Well, uh, what else are we doing there, mate? From a backing, what are you taking on? I like race five, Cumin. Um, I just think at the weight drop, it, it'll probably bounce the front as well. Um, it's number nine there. Uh, I've got a mark three ninety, so I'm happy to protect it. Uh, I've had something on it. I've backed it a few times. Um, not. 
it's like, that'll be a snow in, but I sort of think it, it'll enough people will like it. It goes forward. It's on the minimum. Um, it was a good last start. We're just beaten by Silver on Red, who's 270, 280 favourite. So I'm happy to be with Cumin. On the other side, I'm happy to risk Silver on Red at the price. Now, I think it's a tricky map for it. It's drawn one. It'll be three back to pegs. Uh, and forces are as good as he is. I doubt this race will be run in a way where they let him out. I'm sometimes critical of the jocks in Adelaide. They don't they don't jockey enough in the run and guys like Vorster often just you know go through them like a hot knife through butter and you, you'd love to think well I wish that didn't happen but um, I think on this one he might, he might have the trouble trying to run being three back to pegs they're just worried about staying on half the time JJ yeah, yeah. you said it, mate. Oh, no, 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 you implied it, and I'd have said it. No. So you're, saying, you're basically saying the jocks are no good in South Australia. No, I did not. Yes, I, did. I just no. said they're worrying about their own job. That's all. I think I think there's a lot of talented apprentices. Mean, we've seen the rise of apprentices in, in Adelaide massively, and I think that's because probably the, the, the ranks are a bit thinner than they have been in the past. Uh, and I think the first, as you sort of said, they, they are worried about what they're doing on their horse, whereas... When I'm watching the race in my head, I'm thinking, right, you've got the, you've got the already pop on your inside. Yep. Options, like the, the first thing in, in your mind should be, let's not let it out, because I probably can't win if it gets out. And they, they'll peel out and let it out, and you think, you shouldn't have done that. You should have been a little bit more aggressive in your, in your manner of riding. Mm. But I think you're right. They're inexperienced, a lot of them. Um, and they're probably just trying to get their horse into the clear and not thinking about the, the other aspects. What else have we got there, James? Race seven, Caliburn, horse number five. I think it'll run very well. It's two ninety at the moment. It's short enough. Um, I reckon you'll get definitely north of three dollars about it. Um, went around big, a big price in the provincials last start, but the map's perfect. It'll lob outside the leader and get every chance. So I like it. As far as um, other horses, I thought were short enough. I mentioned uh, in race five, uh, silver on red being short enough. I thought the other one was. It's a horse coming over from Victoria. It's in a competitive race. It's called Sandy Prince. It's going to go forward. It's in race four. It's going to go forward. It's got no weight. Ben Price claims off the minimum, so 52 and a half. But a couple of informed horses, Royal Mile and Saskatoon. Munster. You've got better chances. Yeah, you're probably Munster. I don't think. <laughs> no, no. What's, where's he at? No, no he's, uh, he's just needs a run. He's had a bit of, a bit of bad luck, the big boy, yeah. and it was a bit hot. He gets a bit heated, the big fella. Okay. Um, you got a bit like that when you mentioned the jocks, but um, <laughs> I think Sandy Prince is a risk at the four forty as well. Love your work, mate. Hopefully you dominate today, and um, we'll catch up with you next Saturday. But what would be your very best on the program if I gave you one? I bit? think I think Dumber Glass, and I think you might it might get to two. Given that we've got some smart money elsewhere, you might get to two thirty, two forty, which I'd be very happy to take. Good on you, mate. Thanks for that. Good luck today. Thanks. There's the Foxcatchers, uh, James Jordan, foxcatcherintel.com to catch all of their content work with Jules. Very, very good. He's a gun.